Alright, good morning. How many of you like to watch movies? You know, mahili kayo sa pinikula. We're gonna watch a movie today. Alright, you like to watch a movie? I highly recommend this movie. The title is called Courageous. And this movie is about a man, isa siyang policeman, na may dalawang anak. Yung isang anak niya na lalaki, binata, uh, may pagka-distance, may pagka-strain sa relationship nila. And then, mayroon siyang ading, yung bunso, babae. And parang may favoritism. Sino sa inyo may favoritism sa family niyo? No one? Ito, mas, parang mas na-favor niya yung batang babae. Para siya yung little princess. Kumbaga, daddy's little girl. And then, uh, laging kinokorekt niya yung uh, anak niya na lalaki. And in this movie, meron silang tragedy na nangyari. There was a drunk uh, driver who hit the car uh, of the where the girl was. So yung nine-year-old daughter niya namatay. Bigla. So na-shock siya yung buong family na na-rattled. It was a tragic thing. And doon na-realize si, si Adam, yung bida doon. No, doon siya na-realize how serious yung responsibility niya bilang isang ama. Doon siya nag-wake up call na I have to start being a better father. Ko ano yung mga important sa buhay ko, it should be my family, my wife, raising my children. So ang ginawa niya, uh, he started studying the Bible para alamin ko anong expectations ng Diyos sa isang tunay na lalaki, sa isang husband, sa isang head of the family. Inaaral niya lahat ng mga scriptures patungkol sa fathering, sa being pagiging isang husband, sa pagiging isang parent. Doon, inaaral niya lahat ng to. And doon, he started writing down yung mga fresh commitments niya. At gumawa siya ng resolution. Parang isang pledge. And then may mga Ayun kung to si higit na mga statements doon, I will do this. Ito yung parang pledge niya. Parang yung mga nag induct na I promise to. So ito yung mga kanyang gagawin regarding yung family niya ay pagiging father and husband. And it was very easy to say, madali lang na makipag-agree sa mga gagawin ng isang father, pero very difficult na isa sa buhay o tututuparin ang mga pledges niya. And so this topic for today is called Courageous Commitment. Kasi gumawa siya ng commitment and he needs courage para tutuparin na yung kanyang pangako, what he's going to do. And I want to share with you a verse from Joshua. Ito yung time na the people of God were naka-exodus na sila magmula sa Egypt, nakalaya na sila, and Joshua was leading these people to a new season. Freedom. Mayroon silang uh, land and uh, they had their own families and their own uh, establishments. And Joshua said to them in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, If you guys refuse to serve the Lord, then you better choose who you will serve. Because you will serve somebody. Yung idols, yung mga Diyos, and or the Lord God. But sabi niya, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So dito, si Joshua, tumayo, nag Sinabi niya sa harapan ng lahat ng mga tao, sabi niya, ito ang pangako ko, ito yung stand ko, my conviction, we will serve the Lord. What will you choose? And I offer you guys, especially the guys, the same challenge. Ang hamon ko sa lahat ng mga tunay na lalaki, who will you serve in your life? Will you serve the, the will of the masa, kung ano yung puntahan ng karamihan, or will you serve the wishes of your neighbors, your barakada, or even your parents? Or will you seek the Lord and serve Him in your life? So ang hamon ko sa ating lahat is let's have conviction. Let's have a commitment and God will supply the courage. Okay, so before we start, I want to show you a clip uh, clip from three years ago. No, Nung Zion, I see Zion, I what, three years old? Three years old pa lang siya. Watch what he said to me. Ito yung kanyang greeting sa akin on Father's Day. That was his 
Yung kanyang revelation about yung pagtingin niya sa akin, tawa, ang tawin niya sa akin, Abba. He said, Abba wise, Abba strong, and Abba loves me. And before we start, I want to tell you, that is God's, your Abba God, that is His characteristic. He's wise. God knows best. Nilikanya tayo. He knows what we need. He is very wise. He has plans for our lives. And He's strong. Nothing is impossible for our God. Any situation, nakala mo walang hope, God is strong. Kayang, kayang. Inawit natin kanina, God is able. And with His help, we overcome. this. So God is wise. God is strong. And the most important is, He loves me. God loves you. Don't ever forget that God, the creator of the whole universe, He is not too busy for you. He's not busy doing the important things na hindi niya inaasikaso ng mga malilit na concerns mo. He loves you. He's able to see everything you're dealing with. Lahat ng mga concerns mo. Maybe just simple na bagay na may pimple ka sa mukha. O naflatan ka. O may bagsak ka na grade. Or mayro kang confusion how to raise up your children. How to handle your wife or your husband. You know, God is concerned about us. He loves you. And He has the wisdom and He has the strength to make everything happen for you. Alright? Let's get into it. Are you ready for the Word of God today? Alright. First thing is this. We've got to make a commitment. Everybody say commitment. You gotta make a commitment, and ang gamit mo sa paggagawa ng commitment is your decision. Isang pagpasya. Your decision from your heart. Hindi lang from uh, the peer pressure, kasi hindi tatagal ang commitments na ginawa mo because of other people. Because nakiuso ka lang, or sama-sama. So, sila ay nagpapasya, sila ay nagsumusunod uh, kay Jesus, sabit ka lang, so, sige, sasangayon ka lang. No, that is okay for a start. But the commitment that you need to make is a deeper level commitment. It's a commitment from the heart. It requires your specific, intentional decision. So make a commitment with a decision from your heart. Now, what are the commitments? Anong gagawin kong commitment? First commitment that you're going to make is a commitment to be who you want your children to be, to, to become. Okay, now, kung ikaw ay single, o ikaw ay may uh, mga anak na, yung mga anak mo ay may pamilya na, ma- ma- malalaki na sila, it's okay. This actually, or babay, this applies to all of us. Kasi pwedeng i-apply ito sa spiritual na offspring mo. The people you want to bring to Jesus. This could apply doon sa workplace mo. Kung saan ka may influence. Kung saan ka responsible. But if you want to make this commitment, you've got to be who you want them to be. Hindi pwedeng nasa... Sige, gawin mo yung, gina, gawin mo yung, sinasabi, mo, uh, yung sinasabi ko, but don't do what I do. It doesn't work that way. You've got, if you want your children to be Jesus lovers, you have to be a Jesus lover. If you want your children to serve God, you have to set the example and serve God. If you want your children, you know, it's like, for example, no, sa mga singles, lagi kung sinasabi to sa mga singles, sino mga singles dito, wala pang asawa, taas ang kamay, ang bilis ng iba, yung taas. Lagi kung sinasabi nito, don't look for the right person. Become the right person. Does that make sense? Don't spend all of your focus trying to find Mr. or Mrs. Right. Instead, spend your focus on becoming the Mr. Right or the Mrs. Right. And then you will find. Same thing sa pagpalaki ng mga bata. You don't have to just teach and teach and teach and teach. Darating din tayo doon, but become who you want them to be. What character do you want them to have? The greatest inheritance is not the house. Ang pinakamagandang uh, ipampamana sa kanila is not a business, it's not lupa, it's character. 
Because what if nagmana sila ng malaking pera but they don't have the character to handle it? At winaldas din. Useless. It's the character. The greatest investment you can leave, the inheritance you can give to, if you really love your family and you want to help them, you want to give them a good future, you give them the character of Christ. And the only way you can give that is if you have it. So be the kind of person that you want your children to be. And the next thing, well, I think there's some video clips. I'm going to show you today some video clips. But the second point is this, to win, win. Everybody say win, you know, win the heart of your children. If you want to influence someone, you don't just use commandments, rules. You don't just use your position of influence. You got to win their heart. So many parents think they can uh, change the behavior of their children through their position. Ako ang tatay. Kailangan gawin yung sinasabi ko. Okay. But even na sumusunod sila sa'yo, it will not be long term. You got to win their heart. If you want to have high level, long term influence, you have to win the heart. It's almost like like Guys, it's like courting a girl. You cannot just say, Hey, I'm a man, you're a woman, let's go. It's not that simple. You got to win their heart. Right? You cannot just say, you know, I, I, I command you to love me. Try that, it won't work. <laughs> I tried that before, I didn't, it doesn't work. You have to win their heart. You have to court them. You have to inspire and motivate. The same thing with raising children. I cannot just say to Zion, I'm your father. You have to respect me. I'm your dad. I, the, you're in my house. You have to follow my rules. No. I got to show him that I care. I got to become... Uh, I got to prove that I love him. I got to prove that he can be safe with me. I got to woo his heart. Inspire and motivate him so that mismong siya ang magpapasya na to follow my, my words, to listen to my uh, advice and to honor me and his mom. You can't just command it. You've got to win their heart. Now watch this clip because here's a father. In this story, ang kanyang anak na babae ay maganda at maraming soto. And the father has a rule. You cannot... Uh, go out with a guy until you're a certain age. So, ang gusto nung father is bawalan na yung mga yung anak niya na lumabas sa mga guys. So, ang ginawa niya is he took her on a date. And I want you to watch this daddy-daughter date and see how he motivated and won her heart. Something to help us remember this night. Jay, give me a left hand, please. 
this is meant to be worn until it's replaced by your wedding ring. Jade, I love you, sweetie. And from this night on, I want to treat you like the young woman that you are. Ano sa palagay mo? Sa high school and college dates ng uh, babae nito, do you think she will be more desperate for a boyfriend or more patient for one? Yeah. Why? Because alam niya na meron nagmamahal sa kanya, meron naglagay ng mataas na value sa kanya. And she knows she's worth something. She will not easily just give her body away to any man. Because she knows that she's special because her father put value on her. Okay, guys, are you listening to me? Even if, anyone that has children, you got to put value on your children. They will not just come automatically. It has to come from us, especially the men. You got to put value. We got to say, I love you. I treasure you. You're valuable to me. And so that's one of the things that we got to do is to win the heart of our children. All right? The next thing is this. We got to teach them the word of God. You got to teach them using the word. Lahat ng mga possible na teachable moments, ang gamit natin is the word of God. Not just having a university education, hindi lang yung current events o kung anong trending. Ang gamit natin sa pag-impart ng truth, Word of God. Kaya lahat ng mga parents, you should really be reading the Word of God. Reading the Bible. Why? Because you need that. You need a, 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 a Word of God to pass on to your children. That's where we get wisdom. It's not just our experience. Hindi lang po yung ating utak o ating logic or philosophies. No. The Word of God, the source of all wisdom. Kakaiba ang Word of God. The words of God have a different kind of power. Kahit wala kang tinapos, but you got the Word of God, you got power, you got wisdom. One word from God can change lives. The Bible says that the, the gospel, the Word of Christ, it brings faith. It brings the power of salvation. So we got to teach using the Word of God. Um, in the next clip, this is... Clip number four, the the father, na namatay yung namatay yung anak niya. He started getting serious about reading the Word of God. So inaral niya yung Word of God to find out what does God's Word say about being a father. Because everybody has their opinions. Pero sabi niya, I want to know what does God expect of me as a man. What does God expect me to do as a father and as a husband? Shower, ran another five miles. Says he already needs new running shoes. I'm gonna go to the store, okay? Alright. I don't think I could run five miles. Well, who says you have to? Just been thinking about running with him. Really? I'm accepting the fact I have to learn how to do the hard things. I've never enjoyed running, but it is the best way to spend time with them. Well, how is your research coming? Sobering. You know, I've been doing about half of what I should have been doing as a dad. And there is so much in Scripture about being a father. I never took time to look it up. He said he never took time to look it up. How about you? Do you take time to look up in the Word of God what it says about being a wife, a husband, a father, a mother? We've got to get the source. We don't just follow the opinions of the society. What if society was wrong? We've got to go to the Word of God and study. Find out who God is who you are and what His plans for your life is. You find out who you are not by 
introspection, but by reading the Word of God. Lord, who am I? And when you know God, you know who you are. Then you can share that with your children. You can share that with your friends, your employees, or anyone that you have influence over. And share with them who they are in Christ. Lagi namin sinasabi kay Zion, you are my son. You are my son, and I love you. And you are God's son, and He loves you. And you'll always be my son. Lagi namin sinasabi namin yan sa kanya. I want him to have an identity that he is a beloved son. Hindi lang yung identity of magaling kang singer or dancer or, you know, always introduce him as ito, top of the class, he's so smart. These are identities basi sa performance o sa itsura o sa galing. No, it's got to be basi sa relationship. I want to introduce him as my son. Yeah, he has good traits, but that is not what makes him valuable. What makes him valuable is he's my son. Ganon din. Did you know, you might be a good Christian. You might be a good, uh, uh, you know, mabait kang asawa, mabait kang anak, talented. But that does not make you what's valuable in God's eyes. Well, I, I, I do a lot of good work, missionary work. I'm a servant. I help in the church. I volunteer. That's great. But your identity is not on those things. Our identity is on whose we are. We, are, we belong to God. Through Jesus Christ, God ay naglagay ng value sa atin. And that is the anchor, yan ang kabasihan ng ating karapatan na makipag-relation kay, kay God. And then, in this video, the man, as he was reading sa lahat ng mga scriptures from the Word of God about being a father, siniryoso niya. And he started writing down what's called a resolution. Ito yung kanyang parang commitment or pledge of what he would do. And then pinas niya yung resolution, nakasulat, doon sa kanyang mga friends. And he said, I am committing myself to be a godly father, a godly husband, and I want you to help me. Oh, sinabi niya. So watch this video clip of the man giving his resolution. I'm going to ask you a favor. Avi? Resolution? Yeah. For a while now, I've been struggling with what kind of dad I was to Emily, what kind of father I'm being to Dylan. Adam, you're being too hard on yourself. I mean, you've been a good enough father. That's just it. I don't want to be a good enough father. We have a few short years to influence our kids. Whatever patterns we set for them will likely be used for their kids and the generation after that. We have the responsibility to mold a life. And I don't think that should be done casually. And half the fathers in this country are already failing, and I don't want to be one of them. Okay. Look, I'm all for spending more time with our kids, but don't you think you're taking this a little too far? Shane, it goes way beyond just spending time with your kids. That should be a given. Now, I'm talking about setting the standard. I'm learning that God wants me to call out the man and my son. I can't do that lightly. I can't be passive about that. I got these things from studying scripture. I want to sign this as a resolution of what kind of father I want to be to Dylan. And I'm giving you guys permission to keep me accountable. Can I sign this too? Fine. Adam, if you're going to do this, maybe we should all just sign it. No, 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 no. I'm not asking you guys to sign anything. I need this. Dylan needs this. If you guys think you want to sign it, at least take a few days to think about it. I'm not doing this lightly. And you're saying you want to do this too? That's what I'm saying. You know, I always thought I was good enough because I thought I was doing better than my father. But that resolution hit me right between the eyes. Baby. There are some days I'm glad I married you. And there are other days I'm really, really, really glad I married you. And this is one of those really good days. It's a really, really good day, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody say commitment. A decision from the heart. 
You got to have a conviction. Conviction is when you have a belief, a decision, and you hold that belief. Men, you got to have commitment. Be a committed man. Be a committed husband. Be a committed father. And the next thing you got to have is courage. Everybody say courage. courage. Now over in, uh, I think it's Joshua again. It's chapter 1 verse 9. He says, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid and do not be discouraged. I know we used being discouraged. Take courage out. He says, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Ganda ng promise ni Lord that I will put courage in you and I will be with you. Makasama tayo. Wherever you go, I will be the one to give you courage. So letter B is this. You gotta find courage. Where will you find it? With the strength from the Spirit. The strength from the Holy Spirit. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage means it's a decision that something else is more important than what you fear. Are you getting that? Para at least maintindihan natin kung ano big sabihin courage because lahat tayo may mga feelings of fear from time to time. Feelings of fear. Ako, I, I often feel fearful about the future. What will happen in the government of America, in the government of the Philippines? Ano mangyayari sa economy, sa mga investments? Paano tayo makaka, uh, you know, earn ng next season ng buhay. And there are many things about money, about family. Yung ibang, iba sa atin is a fearful about health concerns. You know, if your father had a stroke, your grandfather had stroke, and you know, there's fears. Fear about what other people think. Fear about the failure. We all have many kinds of fear, feelings of fear. Pag sinabi kung you are a courageous man. You're a courageous woman. Hindi ibig sabihin, hindi mo nararanasan ng feelings of fear. We all feel that. What, what courage means is that you decide, you confirm, there's something else more important than those feelings of fear, whatever is that. And you will go for it anyway, and your fear will not hold you back. Because meron at merong mission ka na mas mahalaga kaysa sa mga fears. If you were a guy and you wanted to court a girl, but you're afraid she'll say no. Right? Courage means, kahit na you're afraid, you still court her anyway. Because you want her more. So much more. You're willing to go for it even though there's feelings of fear. Courage is when a businessman knows that he's investing a lot and there's a fear there. He knows there's possibility for failure. But because he believes so much, he wants so much to succeed, he's willing to take the chance. Courage is when you don't feel like it. You're afraid to let all of your family know that you're a follower of Christ. You're afraid of what they say to you. You're, you're fearful if they will still accept you. They might think you're weird. They might say negative insults about you or tease you. But because you decided that following Christ is more important, you will go through those feelings. Are you following what I'm saying? Courage doesn't mean you don't feel fearful. It means you still do what's right. Despite the feelings of fear. And so we've got to have courage. We have to have courage. Um, we've got to have courage, number one, to be a good example and a role model of godly living for our kids. Courage to be a good example. Kids need a role model. There are so many children today, so many, that don't grow up 
with a mother and the father. So many kids, wala silang father. Or yung father nila ay malayo. So even though nagpapadala ng pera, or once in a while nagtetext, tatawag, there's something missing. Kids need the presence of a godly father. If you're a child, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a father, maybe you also know what I'm talking about. It's not too late. You can start being a godly role model sa mga walang tatay. But listen to the statistics when the uh, sheriff talks about those people na nakulong because of no father. Watch this. had an email come across my desk I'd like to share with you. A recent study was done on the increase in violent gang activity. In almost every case, each gang member had a similar attribute. Runaways, dropouts, kids on drugs, and teens in prison. That attribute is that most of them came from a fatherless home. To put it another way, when a father's absent, kids are five times more likely to commit suicide, abuse drugs, 20 times more likely to wind up in prison. Look, I know your shift works hard, and I know you see the worst side of people out there. But when you clock out, go home and love your families. All right, you're dismissed. Get out of here. Wow. And then watch the next clip when they're talking about their own fathers, these four policemen. So watch the clip of their fathers. Speaking of dads, that email the sheriff read the other day, think that thing was accurate? I do. I grew up seeing that kind of stuff all the time. You know, I wonder where all the good fathers went to. Ain't that the truth? What? Remember you talking about your dad? Were you like an usher or something at your church? Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. As soon as the church service started, he'd step out back for a smoke. You know, one time, he says to me, I better not catch you drinking. Had a beer in his hand, he said. My mom used to nag him. That is, till they got divorced. It's not like I don't love the guy, but it's kind of hard to respect a hypocrite. Mm. What about you, David? Mm. I had a good dad. I guess. I mean, the guy wasn't perfect. My parents split after he had an affair. But I think he regretted it, and I struggled with it for a while, but, you know, divorce just comes with the territory now. I disagree, man. Divorce happens because you're making an option. Nathan, you don't always know what's going to happen. You know, people change. You can't always work stuff out. Sometimes you need to part ways. I think I agree with Nathan. Thank you. Uh, people don't fight for their marriage anymore. That's right. When do you get married? Have some kids. You're going to figure out real quick how much you don't know. Man, if it wasn't for my faith in God, I'd be in a tailspin right now. Yeah, me too. Mm. Look, guys, not everyone believes in that stuff. You guys are all religious, and that's fine, but you can't think religion is the only way to live your life. Religious? Yeah. It didn't work out for your parents. Didn't they get a divorce? <laughs> that's the problem. They were never married. Listen, my dad had six children from three different women, and I was the fifth child. Before I was born, he had already left. I'm 37 years old, and I've never met my biological father. Well, it looks like you turned out all right. Well, that's because a man in my neighborhood named William Barrett mentored me as a teenager, taught me about God. Every Father's Day, he's the one that I call. I'm telling you, man, not having a father as a child, man, scarred me in more ways than I could count. Wow. See that? He was saying, I'd never met my biological father. Six children from three different women. Don't you think? And he said, that hurt me. It scarred me. It scarred, though, emotionally of not having a father. And many of you here today, you know what I'm talking about. You've been either the victim or the abuser. And you've felt 
the hurt of not having a mother and not having a father. But remember what I said before, it only takes one to start a new trend. It only takes one person to make a commitment and it will start a whole generation of godliness. A whole generation that would be rescued from those emotional wounds. Kaya sinabi ko, yung grandfather ko, lumaki siya sa family ng mga Indians and they were not Christians. But later in his life, he became a follower of Jesus. Siya yung first, tinatawag na first generation Christian. So, ibig sabihin, nung dumating yung father ko, lumaki siya sa Christian family. Ede, dahil naging Christian yung tatay ko, lumaki ako sa Christian family. Ede, dahil naging Christian ako, si Zion, lumalaki na siya sa Christian family. And in the midst of a Christian community. At pati na rin kayo. Somehow, directly or indirectly, damay din kayo. Damay rin ang family niyo. And you can change the trend. You can be like my grandfather, the one who decided, and it will start a whole generation of great families. A whole generation of rescued families. Of good things to come. So I don't know kung good or bad role model ang tatay mo, but you can always look for God-fearing role models. Look for someone in your life, a man, an uncle, a father, a pastor, a leader, someone who you can reach out to and look up to and say, that will be my role model. And you know, sometimes the wounds of a father still are in our heart for many, many years. Just like this man, 37 years old, pero still meron siyang itinanim ng galit o tampo sa tatay niya. And watch what he did when he finally decided to forgive. And that's the next point. You've got to have courage to forgive those who emotionally hurt you. Watch this clip. My name is Nathan Hayes and I'm your son. I've wasted too much time being angry with you and asking why you were never there for me. I've always felt like I needed to prove myself to you and that I was worth being loved but I realized that I have a heavenly father who loves me even when my earthly father did not but he is more than enough because of him I've forgiven you he is your judge not me now live with the hope that you gave him your life before you died so that one day, I'll finally meet you face to face. Nagpasya, sabi niya, I've wasted too much time being angry at you. He says, I need to, I, I, you know, a kid grows up without the approval, without the, I'm proud of you, nanggaling sa tatay. He always feels like he has to prove himself. A lot of men are doing that. Trying hard in sports, in business, in school. Why? Half of the reason is because they want to be, prove something. Prove that I'm worth being loved. Nobody told me that I was loved. No father put his hand on me and said, I'm proud of you. And so people go through their whole life trying to prove to be somebody. When in fact, I have a father, Maliban a biological father, and that is God, and He loves me. And He has forgiven me. Dahil tinanggap ko yung forgiveness ni God, I forgive you. It takes courage. The easy way is to hold bitterness. That's easy, that's natural, that's automatic. To be angry, tampo, you know, to to just uh, uh, somehow take revenge and I won't talk to my father. I won't be like him. But it takes courage, like what this man did, to write out, sinulat niya, the words. Sabi niya, I forgive you. I release you. Sa palagay niyo, tingin niyo. 
Sinong mas nakakapag-benefit? Yung pinatawad o yung nagpapatawad? Yeah. Actually, yung tatay niya, patay na. Walang pakinabang nun. But for him, he got released. He got his heart healed because he made a choice to forgive. And that takes courage. Actually, forgiveness is not natural. It's supernatural. You cannot do it unless the Spirit of God puts courage in you and puts the strength. Maliban sa sarili mong emotional strength, you import the grace and the strength of God and He gives you the courage to go through those very, very hurtful past, those uh, very painful memories. But with the strength of God, you can go through that forgive and find healing in your heart. And you don't have to prove anything to anyone because now you know that God loves you. You have a father. I want everyone here today to realize aside from our biological father, you have a father in heaven who loves you. He accepts you. He says, I'm proud of you. I'm happy about you. And then with that Assurance and with that forgiveness, you can forgive your earthly parents and it will benefit you more. And you gotta have courage. The third thing to have courage is to finish strong, to finish well and be accountable to other men. Men, it doesn't really matter how you started. Ang mahalaga is how you finish your life. Many people started wrong. Many people started their family with the wrong person. Maybe you married, you think you married the wrong person, or you got married at the wrong timing, or in the wrong motive. But you know, it's not so important how you start. The important thing is, are you gonna finish strong? Are you gonna finish your life well? Because you can always turn things around. So watch this clip of the man making things right with his son. Okay, hold on. Hold on, rest right. I'm talking for a second. Okay. I know. Every day I live, I realize I need the Lord more. I don't feel like I started well. I want to finish well. What I want for you is that you seek the Lord, that you trust Him, even if it means you're standing alone. You got me? Yes, sir. So, yeah, he said, what I want for you, son, is that you seek the Lord. You trust Him, even if it means you stand alone. It takes courage. And you see, that challenge, that's the challenge that every young man, every young woman needs. Don't follow the crowd, trust God, follow God, seek Him. See? And you got to have courage. Um, there's one more clip I wanted to show you that when they made their resolution, nung sinulat nila yung kanilang mga, meron silang konting ceremony. And I hope we could do that here. Sa mga gustong, sa mga lalaki na gustong sumali sa pledge, sa induction na ito. And I want you to listen to the words of the resolution. And I want you to get a vision that maybe I could make these kind of commitments. It will take courage, but that's why this is courageous commitment. Watch this trick in track number 11. I can't tell you what an honor this is for me today to hear the commitment that you men are making for your faith and your families was almost overwhelming. Nathan, I'd like for you to come and stand before me. 
and your wife and children to stand beside me. My son in the faith, I took joy in mentoring you as a young man, and today I take joy in blessing you as a godly father. Are you ready to make this commitment before God and your family? Yes, I am. Then I'd like for you to repeat after me. I, Nathan Hayes, do solemnly resolve before God. I, Nathan Hayes, do solemnly resolve before God. To take full responsibility for myself, my wife, and my children. That I will take full responsibility for myself, my wife, and my children. I will love them, protect them, and serve them. I will love them, protect them, and serve them. And teach them the statutes of God as the spiritual leader of my home. And teach them the statutes of God as the spiritual leader of my home. I will be faithful to my wife to love and honor her. I'll be faithful to my wife to love and honor her. And be willing to lay down my life for her as Christ did for me. And be willing to lay down my life for her as Christ did for me. I will teach my son to love God with all of his heart all of his mind and all of his strength. I will teach my son to love God with all of his heart, all of his mind and all of his strength. And I will train him to honor authority and live responsibly. I will train him to honor authority and to live responsibly. I will confront evil, pursue justice and love mercy. I will treat others with kindness, respect and compassion. I will work diligently, provide for the needs of my family. I will forgive those who have wronged me and reconcile with those who I have wronged. I will walk in integrity as a man answerable to God. I will seek to honor God, obey His word, and do His will. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now that each of you has committed to live by this resolution, I bless you in the name of the Lord. But I also have a warning for each of you now that you know what you are to do and have committed to do it before God and these witnesses you are doubly accountable let me also assure you that you may have confidence in this resolution and your resolve now because as you stand here there's no challenge no controversy and no conflict but I can assure you that challenges will arise, conflicts will arise, and controversy will arise. It is at that moment that in order to live out this resolution, you will need courage, courage, courage. Number four, you still with me? You guys, you have the popcorn? So watch a movie. Number four, dito tayo We need to have courage to admit our sin and our need for Jesus. Jesus the Savior. You know, it takes courage to say, I'm lost. My, my life is out of control. Hindi ko kayang iligtas ang sarili ko. Hindi ko kayang magmanage ng aking buhay. And I need help. I need a savior. Friends, if you haven't made that decision to receive Jesus, maybe you, you may, maybe you've made decisions to be a good person, but that won't save you. Maybe you made a decision to follow the religions of your grandparents and your traditions. That also cannot cleanse the stain from the sin in our lives. And maybe you want to do right, but even the best intentions 
will not remove sin. Even the most sincere person who tries his best cannot still solve the problem that is blocking you from God. It takes a commitment and it takes courage enough to say, I humble myself. I admit that I need a Savior. I need Jesus. Listen to me. There is no other option. There's no way to remove sin. There's no way to be saved except through accepting Jesus. Ginawanya on the cross is the only way. Now listen to this last one of the, I think, two more clips. But this clip is with the man who thought his life could just go along like normal, just do the normal thing. And when he finally humbled himself, then he decided to receive Jesus. Listen to this one. This resolution deal's gotten pretty big, huh? Well, we just thought that if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. Yeah, suits and everything. Hey, Nathan, can I ask you something? Yeah, what's up? Do you really feel like it messed up your childhood not having a dad? More than you know. I struggled with who I was. Trying to prove myself. Almost got in the game. You know, if fathers just did what they're supposed to do, half of the junk that we face on the streets wouldn't exist. Why are you worried about it? You nervous about being a father one day? Hardly, I'm on. You got a kid? A little girl. She's four now. I was playing ball in college. Hooked up with a cheerleader. I told her to take care of it. She didn't do it. So I got mad and left her to deal with herself. You know, she lives 30 minutes away now. I can't bring myself to go see her. She married? No. I just never really loved her, you know? And then hearing you guys talk about how fathers walking out messed up the kids. And then seeing this stuff. I don't want to be one of those guys. David, part of being a man is about taking responsibility. Any fool can have a child. I'm just tired of feeling guilty. Well, let me break it to you this way. You are guilty. Listen, one day you, me, <laughs> and every one of us are going to have to stand before God. And he's going to do what good judges do. Well, and I hope my good outweighs my bad, Nathan. That's not the way it works. You know that. Let me put it this way. Who's the person you're closest to? Probably my mom. Okay. Suppose she was brutally attacked and murdered in a parking lot. The guy was caught and put on trial. But he says, hey, judge, I committed this crime, but I've done a lot of good in my life. If the judge let him go free, would you say he was a good judge or a bad judge? A bad one. That's right. Because the Bible says that God is a good judge. And he will punish the guilty not for what they did right, but for what they did wrong. Because he loved us, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to take the punishment that we deserve and put it on himself. And that's why he died on the cross. But it only applies if you accept it. That's why I asked for his forgiveness. I asked him to save me. And I'm a new man because of Christ. You understand what I'm telling you? Then what's holding you back? Nothing. 
Just remember, he's not saying, I will on my own strength. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. It says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me his strength. The other version says, in, he infuses his strength into me. It's imported. It's not your own strength. It's not your own ability to be a good Christian, a good husband, a good father. No, no, no. We're totally dependent on his courage, his strength, his abilities. But I can do it. And so we make the commitment by saying, I will. I will what? I will follow Jesus. I will, I will, I will be faithful. I will take responsibility. So watch this final scene. And I hope that you will be challenged and motivated to live a significant life that will make a difference and change the world. As a law enforcement officer, I've seen firsthand the deep hurt and devastation that fatherlessness brings in a child's life. Our prisons are full of men and women who have lived recklessly after being abandoned by their fathers, wounded by the men who should have loved them the most. Many of these children now follow the same pattern of irresponsibility that their fathers did. While so many mothers have sacrificed to help their children survive, they were never intended to carry the weight alone. We thank God for them. But research is proving that a child also desperately needs a daddy. There's no way around this fact. As you know, earlier this year, my family endured the tragic loss of our nine-year-old daughter, Emily. Her death forced me to realize that not only had I not taken advantage of the priceless time I had with her, but that I did not truly understand how crucial my role was as a father to her and our son, Dylan. Since her passing, I've asked God to show me through his word how to be the father that I need to be. I now believe that God desires for every father to courageously step up and do whatever it takes to be involved in the lives of his children. But more than just being there, providing for them, He's to walk with them through their young lives and be a visual representation of the character of God, their Father in heaven. The Father should love his children and seek to win their hearts. He should protect them, discipline them, and teach them about God. He should model how to walk with integrity and treat others with respect. He should call out his children to become responsible men and women who live their lives for what matters in eternity. Some men will hear this and mock it or ignore it. But I tell you that as a father, you are accountable to God for the position of influence he has given you. You can't fall asleep at the wheel only to wake up one day and realize that your job or your hobbies have no eternal value, but the souls of your children do. Some men will hear this and agree with it but have no resolve to live it out. Instead, they will live for themselves and waste the opportunity to leave a godly legacy for the next generation. But there are some men who, regardless of the mistakes we've made in the past, regardless of what our fathers did not do for us, will give the strength of our arms and the rest of our days to loving God with all that we are, and to teach our children to do the same. And whenever possible, to love and mentor others who have no father in their lives, but who desperately need help and direction. And we are inviting any man whose heart is willing and courageous to join us in this resolution. In my home, the decision has already been made. You don't have to ask who will guide my family, because by God's grace, I will. You don't have to ask who will teach my son to follow Christ. Because I will. Who will accept the responsibility of providing and protecting my family? I will. 
who will ask God to break the chain of destructive patterns in my family's history. I will, who will pray for and bless my children to boldly pursue whatever God calls them to do. I am their father. I will. I accept this responsibility and it is my privilege to embrace it. I want the favor of God and his blessing on my home. Any good man does. So where are you men of courage? Where are you fathers who fear the Lord? It's time to rise up and answer the call that God has given to you. And to say, I will. I will. I will. Yeah. All right. I will. Is there any men here today? That either you have a father or you're gonna be, you are a father or you're gonna be a father. I wanna pray for the men today. Would you like to stand up if you're a father or you plan to be a father and you're choosing to take responsibility for yourself and your family? All right. Good. Thank you, courageous men. I'm gonna pray for the courageous men. Palakpaka natin ang mga courageous men. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray for every man standing here today. Every man who's making a commitment to follow Jesus, to live a godly life, to become a a faithful husband, a faithful father, a responsible man, a, a role model, a mentor to others that need fathering. I pray that you'd give them courage. Let your spirit come into their lives. Let their let their strength not come from their muscles or their brains or their talents, but to come from the spirit of the living God. All strength, all courage, all faithfulness that you have done to us, I pray that it would come upon every man who is standing right now and cause their families to be blessed for generations to come and for your glory in this earth. In Jesus' name, amen.